You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. During our last episode of the Blazer Focus podcast, the Blazers were riding high at 4-0. Now, a week later, they've won a one since, got rolled by Miami, Lillard and Hart are injured, Morant and Memphis is coming to town, then they go on a six-game road trip. Woo, hello, welcome to the Sky is Falling episode of the Blazer Focus podcast, <laughs> brought to you by Zoom Care, which I recommend Lillard you go to Zoom Care to get your calf taken care of and then maybe you can play against Memphis of course I'm kidding but I am Aaron Fentress I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live and I'm joined as always by Craig Burnbox so Craig of course I'm being a little overly dramatic which I tend to do from time to time a little <laughs> but uh, the, you know despite the fact there's been some bumps in the road there's a lot of things to talk about that are happy happy joy joy which we're going to get to especially Shaden Sharp who looks like the real deal. But before we get to all of that, what do you make of the past week of this team's, uh, tr just everything they've gone through, highs and the lows? So it was perfect. <laughs> everything was perfect. Peachy King. Uh, it's not perfect anymore. <laughs> uh, the game against Miami was not, uh, was not going, you know, it, it wasn't going perfect before Lillard got hurt. Um, the Lillard injury, and we're going to talk to about it. It's not good. You know, it could be a lot worse, obviously, but you know, it's the kind of thing that worries you. The old soft tissue, like oh, it's been bothering him for a while too. It wasn't just a thing. He's been dealing with it, and he's out. So that's not awesome. Um, and I put no. I, I the whole, there's plenty of joy of watching um, Sharp against the Rockets, but that Rocket team. You, you tweeted, <laughs> very young rocket team, and I, I commented, uh, that's just another way. That's a nice way of saying bad. <laughs> like that team, I don't know how they won that one game. Uh, so that game to me was a, it was fun uh, to watch your team win, um, and it's good to know that you're not terrible without <laughs> Lillard and to see a little bit of the future. But I just don't put a lot into it. And the next seven games. Uh, one at home against Memphis and six on the road, you know, it it's going to get tough. So I'm really interested to to see what where, where we go with this and to see how long Lillard's going to be out. So, um, yeah, it's no longer a perfect world. We've got stuff. We've got some drama. We do. We do. Yeah, break things down. And some worries. <laughs> well, you want to start with Lillard? Yeah. So, um they put the timeline, and I want to ask you if you have any more insight to say reevaluate in a week or two, oh, which mm. is a 
was a weird mm-hmm. thing. Uh, a calf strain that you got an MRI for that confirmed a slight calf strain. I don't believe that heals in a week, and I don't think it. Pl- you know, I don't think he's coming back in a week. Um, and I don't understand why you wouldn't. You know, the reevaluation on one to two weeks. I always side with the the longer one. That's it. Almost uh, if I've you and I have both covered enough um, sports teams and injuries to know. Usually, if they say four to six, it's six. <laughs> if they, you know, like just the way it is, right. uh, miracles don't happen with healing that often. And the other thing, uh, what well, that can was confirmed to me is never believe an athlete when they talk about an injury ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't ever believe them when they say it's no big deal. Don't go, Oh, it's no big deal. And when they say they don't need an MRI, Oh, don't think they're not getting an MRI, especially when you make that much money. Uh, It was good to hear that Dame said if it was a playoff game, he would have gone back in. It wasn't good to hear that he knew he had some issues with that calf um, and that it wasn't, it didn't happen on that three. It was an ongoing thing where he couldn't get it loose, and that's why I would think that odds are he'll be out closer to uh, two weeks and beyond, and that could be Ooh, and beyond uh, difficult. But yeah, I mean, this is these are the kind of things when you sign a contract that's worth a you know fifty million dollars a year, and you're post thirty. Um, you know, it's 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 something to be concerned about. There's no predicting injuries per se, but it, you know, it didn't make me go oh. No big deal. It was like, yeah, that's not good. Uh, and I hope that I hope they're smart with it, no, right? Of course they'll be smart. Okay, so f- first things first, we go in the locker room that night against Miami, and he's going to talk. A lot of times when guys get injured, they don't speak. As a matter of fact, NBA rules, they don't have to speak if they're injured. Um, he spoke at his locker. He, he, he walked, we saw him walk with no limp. He stood up, talked while he was putting on his lip gloss and, and just said all the things that you said that he basically said. And then afterwards, he walked out with no visible limp whatsoever. Uh, I've been told that the two week, the, the one to two weeks is just what they say and that it won't be two weeks. Um, uh-huh. Initially, so it happened on a Wednesday, Wednesday to Wednesday, seven days. So the one to two weeks put the timetable at a possibility of him maybe coming back for Memphis, but Chauncey Billups following practice on Sunday said to us that he would not play against Memphis. The hope is that he's going to return early on during the upcoming trip, which begins Friday, Saturday in Phoenix. Uh, someone, a source told me that the, the, the goal at the moment would be the second Phoenix game. But again, that's the goal. And like you said, one to two weeks, you know, people or say this. Yeah, two weeks there. <laughs> people say, no, well, one week, one week will be Wednesday. And then by Phoenix, that'll be, that'll right. be 10 days. Um, so, you know, again, and, and why, you know, why rush him back? Like he said himself, why am I going to go out there and play in the effing fifth game of the season? <laughs> right. And he's right. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm going to say, I say at the very latest, he's back for the Pelicans, which would be the fifth game of that trip trip on uh, Thursday, I think. So that'll be a week from this Thursday. November 10th. Thursday, November yeah. 10th. That, to me, that's the, the outside and that the earliest is probably Saturday against Phoenix. I hope so. And I don't think it matters either way as long as he's healthy. That's all. I don't think it's that big a deal. It won't be that big a deal. It 
if that's what it is and he doesn't get any more injuries, right? That's perfect. Right. You take that, you sign up for that. Um, it's just early in the year and that it was bothering him. Uh, the wor- I always get worried about injuries with the the legs because of the co- overcompensation right. and I'm a worrier and like, okay, <laughs> if he's got his back calf and what's it going to, you know, the great thing about Lillard is his knees have been, you know, I don't want to change oh, don't say here, but you know what I mean? I know, but you know, everyone knows yeah. what, what, what issues can be with basketball players and he's mostly avoided that. So that's awesome. I do believe that, you know, Dame's one of the most honest athletes, if not, no, no, I'm going to take it back. Dame's the most honest athlete I ever covered on a daily basis. I mean, Russell Wilson. He don't mind. <laughs> well, I didn't. You didn't know him. this was a comedy I show. Him, you so didn't I know can't. this was a comedy show, did you? Anyway, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But no, I mean, I've never. I mean, Dame doesn't BS very often, right? And uh, if at all, and so I think he he doesn't think it's that big a deal, and I trust that. Uh, that said, um, I don't want him to play on a calf that hurts and that he could re-injure it and then be out longer, or um, you know, those. It's hard to play basketball with a bad calf. You, know, right. you can't. It's it's very difficult. Like running and jumping is an important part of the game. So you know, I think that'd be if he comes back halfway through this, um, and it's not an issue. Great. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no way ignoring the. This is the kind of stuff that makes people worry, uh, especially po- post thirty. Um, but you know, there's no predicting that. So you just hope it's it's fine and no big deal. And that, uh, but I mean, what it is is a reminder of. Um, yeah, you know, how injuries can just stop your right in your tracks. Um, they played, uh, you know, against the Rockets. They played okay. You know, the Rockets are really bad. Every time the Rockets try to give up the game, the Blazers found a way to let them get back within ten. I mean, the Rockets are basically saying, like, can you please just end this? And the Blazers would, you know, do something where they didn't. Um, but. In the end, they won that game. Uh, there was no drama at the end. And now you head off and you have to play Memphis at home. And I, you know I love John Morant probably more than you do. And you like him a lot. Um, I think this is going to be a heck of – if you could beat Memphis, um, if John Morant plays, he was out the last game with an illness, but I expect he'll play on Wednesday. If you could beat John Morant without Damian Lillard, that's going to say something to me. I'm going to feel real. I'm going to feel a lot better about that than a than a win at home over the Rockets without Damian Lillard, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Before we move on to Shaden Sharp, a couple of quick updates on Gary Payton II and Josh Hart. Josh Hart banged his back of his head against Houston, driving to the basket, got fouled, stayed in the game. I guess he passed concussion protocols during the game. When it happened, it was just like ah, like it hurt my head. Um, then after the game, yeah. uh, well, the next day, actually, they, they announced that he is in concussion protocols. Billups said he was progressing nicely. He could be back as soon as Wednesday, or maybe it takes to Phoenix. It depends on how he clears each step of the protocol. Gary Payton the second on October 13th. It was said he would be reevaluated in two weeks. It has been a couple of days past two weeks when we're recording this. So they are due to give us an evaluation. Uh, you know, I have heard that it could definitely be longer than the two weeks, um, which is interesting because I've also watched him during shoot arounds play like he's healthy. <laughs> like I, I shot a video right. at Sacramento and but, put it out there. And we all know that's different than the game. I'm just saying whatever, whatever they're doing in terms of letting him heal as much as they want him to heal, he's not like he's walking around in pain or, you know, in, in a situation where it hasn't, doesn't look like it's healed. They're just trying to make sure he's 100% cleared 
of any any lingering effects from the injury. But I've seen this guy in action running around hard, full court, doing things, and he looks like he's definitely on his way to being back at some point soon. We saw Zion like do eight sixty <laughs> dunks and not be able to play. So another thing you shouldn't that it's hard not to, but you shouldn't do is try dunks. to predict avail availability based on uh, pregame and postgame workouts well, of no, athletes I, that we don't yeah, know. No, hundred yeah, percent. I'm yeah. saying, but I mean, yeah, the, there's a difference though yeah, between they're still yeah. sitting out everything and they're out there doing exertion. So then you know at least they're progressing. Is what I'm saying. Um, okay, so now let's get on to. The thing everyone's talking about. Let's have fun. Everyone's Let's talking have fun. about. Let's talk about it something is fun. the potential being displayed on a nightly basis by the number seven pick in the draft, the 19-year-old Shaden Sharp, who started in place of Lillard. It was interesting because I wondered if they would just go with Winslow or Nasir at the three, move Hart to the two, because Ant's going to the one. Or if they would just start sharp, and they did decide to start sharp to give him that opportunity. Yay! <laughs> Much to the Yay! delight of the fans. Uh, some of the fans, though, who were crying about the tanking. Yeah, you're not crying now, are you? If you were crying about the tanking, look how stupid. Think how stupid <laughs> you look right now. You, oh, we should play for the, we should play for the play-in. You're hurting the fans. The fans, like I said back then, you just suffer through those 20 point losses. If you get a great player in the lottery, it's all worth it. Now you got a guy who could be around for 15 years unless he leaves for a bigger market. I don't want to throw that out there, but I just did anyway. The point is, dude, <laughs> l- listen, dude is legit. Forget the dunks. We, I, we, you and I have seen a billion people dunk like that. There's people who can dunk like that yes. playing in the park right now here in Portland at any park in the country, especially where you're from back east in the New York, New Jersey area, right? There's all sorts of guys who can dunk. So the dunks, yep. they're impressive, they're fun, but that doesn't make a great player. There's nothing I've seen this guy not be able to do. He's Here's one thing I love about him. It may be just my own little thing, but he effortlessly nails Effort. mid-range jumpers. And I think that's an undervalued skill these days. But like when he's open, there's no hesitation. There's no like, oh, I practice threes all the time. I don't know what I'm doing right now. It's just get set, pull up, and pop it. And if you have a guy who's going to be inside, outside, mid-range, dunking in your face, driving the lane, and he cares about defense, and he's an elite A-plus athlete, oh my God, you have a potential star. I think he is has the same amount of talent level as Anthony Edwards in Minnesota. I think they're the same cat. If If... And it's not Ant. If Sharp had gone to Kentucky and played, he would have torn it up and been a top three pick. So the Blazers at number seven got a top three talent. And it, it, I, I think I'm going on a limb like a lot of people are. This guy is the real deal. He and Ant are going to be amazing. And he could develop in the next couple of years before Lillard's window closes to really have a true impact on them attempting to try and contend for a title. So I wrote on our paper, uh, Shaden Sharp, I wrote, oh my. <laughs> That's what I wrote, right? That's all I wrote. Oh, my. Oh, my. Because, yeah, my timeline, you know I wasn't patient anyway with the kid. I wanted to play. I want to see what it is. Um, There's no reason from what I've seen. Just keep playing him. And that timeline, he's 19. It's not like guys in the NBA aren't. You know, all stars at twenty. Sometimes, you know, what I mean, like it's he didn't play in college, so we didn't know it. But there's guys that come in the league in one year and been, you know, been stars at at twenty. I mean, goodness gracious, um, he just looks like a star. I mean, that's the thing. He looks like a star. His shot from everywhere is just smooth. It's pure. He throws it's an butter. air ball up. Oh, <laughs> it's just, it's just. There's no. 
There's nothing rickety Mm-mm. about it. It's just bam. Um, he when those dunks are. You say everyone could do them. Travis Outlaw could do them, right? Like he could do them, and he just did that. That's not I everyone. Back I'm on, there's a lot of people who can dunk, and that's that's right, entertaining. Saying, but that's not. You don't win dunking. It's but the, but <laughs> he does it like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. You know, Dude, he cocked it, that one. He so cocked fast. back. He cocked it oh, back. Like come on. Like it's one thing to dunk. It's another thing to cock it back. Oh. Like get out of my way. I will say this: he did play against his. His uh, peers in that game against Houston, like these are guys he right like, yeah, sure. he was older than exactly half of them. <laughs> like this is you know you got Jalen Green out there, Jabari, yeah. um, even Kevin Porter Jr. Like these are guys back in the day, people stayed in college three years, four years, they'd all be playing against each other in college. So there was some of that. He wasn't against going against Paul George and Kawhi or something like that. But regardless, he just yeah, I mean yeah, the dunking is phenomenal. Go ahead, I interrupted you, continue. And, and so when Grant throws him that pass, like the rise. The quickness of the rise yeah. and then the overall height, and it was so fast. Mm-hmm. It it was like, whoa. And then on replay, though, you just see how high he is. And he he's like, Yeah, I do that. You know, like it's not, it's not like he dunked it and was like, Did you see that, everybody? He was like, Yeah, that's what yep. I do. You know, I that's nothing. No one was in front of me. <laughs> so I jump over the rim and I dunk it really hard because my hands are huge. And so I could cock it on and the fast break. I mean, where he just cocked yeah, that was, that was almost like old school dunk when Doc used to kind of like the, oh. the rock, the rock, the cradle. He didn't quite rock it, but he exactly. gripped it like that. Yeah. It was just so easy, is what I'm saying. Like it just was like, oh, I cuff it and I dunk because it's easy. That's what I do, and I've I've done it a thousand times, and I'm 19. I've done it since I was 12, right? I mean, he's just showed you that uh, his instincts for the rim. What what I you know that's the part that I love is that he just goes to the hole. Like there are guys, and your boy Ant drives me nuts sometimes wait, wait, because wait, wait, I don't wait, want wait, him shooting. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What'd you say? He doesn't go to the rim What'd like that. He doesn't go to the rim. He's, he loves the three. He's got crazy athleticism. And every once in a while, I'm like, just go for the rim, dude. Hold on a second. I, I'm just telling you. Said, I'm just making a comparison. I think it said in your contract, thou shalt not disrespect <laughs> I can't say Ant. <sighs> you know I'm right. Our lawyers will be, you our, know I'm our right. lawyers will be in touch. Continue. I'll bring them. <laughs> bring them. I got evidence to back it up. <laughs> He sharp goes to the hole. He doesn't care. He'll switch hands. He'll go. He has a nose for the rim. He's not going to be perfect, especially on defense. He has no idea how to guard people that are that are more as athletically gifted or right about as athletically gifted as him and smart as heck. Right? That know what they're doing. He just hasn't had that. He so he's going to have to learn that. On the ball, he'll be better because athletically he's incredible. But he's just going to make mistakes where he's going to go for the wrong guy. He's going to move the wrong way. But on the offensive end, he's going to go to the rim. And I love that about him. He's going to make his free throws. Um, and I just think that we're we're here on, as Dame said, it's effing game five, right? And he's already moved and started a game. When we talked over the summer and what we saw, you didn't see him in summer league, we thought, eh. Maybe he'll get some, maybe he'll find some minutes. Psh, the guy is the first guy off the bench and he's in the starting lineup with one injury. So um, I hope it just increases over time. I don't care that much about this season if it means Shaden Sharp's a starting player. 
I, this is crazy. I disagree with that. This is what my brain thought. Play to win the game. Because defensively, this isn't true. But size and what he did athletically, I saw a little Kawhi in my head. My head was like, Kawhi. Because that guy, you know, he, once he got started, he just rose to the top. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, Kawhi Leonard was one of the best players in the NBA. And I was like, well, this guy can, he can jump. He He's six six. He's got... He's got point he guard six, skills six. at times with the. He's with, not six six. You think he's he, he's shorter than I, that? I'll tell a story after we're done. Yeah, I'll tell six, you the story. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, right? He's six four, but he's six six and half. I'm just saying, like he's long. He's not short. He could play. He's a one or a, he's a tall tall one and a good size two. And a, you know, nowadays you could play three. Well, he's athletic know, enough to play I, three. Look, he's, tall, he's long enough. Yeah. Position this basketball, you can do it. I fell in love. I fell in love. I know. Wow. I'm falling in love. Wow. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I think that this this is it's game five, and he started. And he looked good against a garbage team, admittedly, but he looked good. And let's see, it's not gonna be perfect. He's gonna break your heart a few times. That's what young that's what young love does, right? Okay, but, let me let me uh, point out you, something. Mr. Love. Go ahead. Okay. So the last four minutes of the game, when it wasn't wrapped up, they took him out. And they put in Winslow, they went with vets. And I asked Chauncey a bill. Chauncey about it, and he said, well, I wanted more ball handlers out there because of the way they were dealing with Ants. Well, he wanted Winslow and Hart out there with Ants. We had three guys yep. who could bring the ball up. And I'm thinking, okay, that might be true, but the bottom line is you took him out for veteran players with the, with the game in doubt. He also He's making mistakes on defense. He's making mistakes on offense, which makes sense. He's 19, hasn't played since AAU. Um, so that all makes sense. I don't know yet. Where they play no defense. Right. And, yeah. I don't know yet if he's someone beyond uh, just giving you, you know, like I, I came in the season saying 15 to 17 minutes per game probably be his average, which he was 16 coming into that start, game he started. Uh, I, I don't know yet if he's going to give, if you, pay, if you play him 20, if he doesn't start um, hurting you a little bit. And I think winning matters. I don't think you want to lose games at all because he's out there making mistakes because he's going to give you a spectacular dunk. I think you're trying to win. He can develop in 15, 16 chess as well. He's going to develop in 22, 23. I don't buy that. You have to go out there and wet the bed to develop. So I still think you play him as many minutes as he earns. If he earns them and plays well, you put him out there for 40 minutes. I don't care. But you still try to win. Uh, <clears throat> so it's it's... Don't you don't you just love that the the backup center you you bring in the backup center for ball handling because he brings the ball up the court and wins low you know what I mean like that's awesome. <laughs> well he's Who's also probably the same he's he's probably the same height he's, anyway he's, he's bigger than sharp he's six six uh, he's a legit six six and he like he's when he was coming out he was people called him like a poor man's LeBron he was supposed to be like the yep. small four powerful with, yep. with the passing ability he's a good passer but anyway uh, so yeah I mean sharp look. It, I, I, my thing now, like my thing with CJ was his floor was a more athletic, excuse me, my thing with Ant was his floor was a mo more athletic CJ. My thing with Sharp right now is his floor is Bonzi Wells. Had Bonzi Wells maximize his talent, which Bonzi Wells did not. Bonzi Wells had a good career. He could have had a great career. Just like Isaiah Ryder, I'll say the same thing. Isaiah Ryder could have had a great career, didn't. I put him in that category. That's his floor is those two, and those two were really, really good. He has a better head on his shoulders. He's going to be raised by Billups and uh, Lillard. Therefore, he's going to far exceed those two, but that's the floor for this cat, and we all know those two could have been great had they had their act together. Yeah, and I, I, I probably, like I said, I, all those things you said are sane, and some <laughs> of the stuff I said is pure emotion. <laughs> and there's nothing and wrong with that. It. Like, it just, we it's just so nice to here. see something like yeah, that. On the of it's been... 
it's been 10 years since we had a young player on this team that showed that kind of like, wow, you know what I mean? And that was Damian Lillard. And look, CJ was right after, and CJ's just a great, he's a great scorer. He's an NBA player, but it's not the same wow. You know, when Damian came down the lane and dunked and, you know, as a rookie and he getting 21 and 12, I mean, it's not, it, I'm just saying, it was just so nice to, to be excited by a guy coming off the bench. Um, so, and then starting his first game, uh, but yeah, you're you're right. Don't don't. I'm not saying I don't care if they don't win games, and you should put him out there when he's not he's not ready. I'm just saying I I just want him in the rotation. I want him to stay in the rotation and play, and I want to see these magical moments, um, you know, in the game. It doesn't have to be in the last minute. <laughs> I don't right. care if it's minute 22 or minute you know 42. I just wanna I just want to see that stuff because it makes you it makes you dream bigger yep. and it gives you some sign that Damian Lillard might have a chance to win a championship. I'm not saying he's gonna, but that's the only way right now. There's only one way to look at this team and say they could be a, a championship caliber team. And that's if in two years, <laughs> Sharp's an all-star. Right. Now, let me say this. I, I tweeted I tweeted something to this effect the other day too. If he is, if it's like I said, my floor fan Bonzi, Isaiah Ryder, but with a good, good head on his shoulders, that player is Clyde Drexler. So when you when you look at the combination of the willingness to play D, the size he's going to have because he's only 19, he's still growing. He's not going to have Clyde's height, but he's still going to fill out. And the athleticism, which we all know Clyde was a phenomenal leaper and dunker, uh, that you could be looking at literally the next, the Blazers' next thing, the next closest thing the Blazers have had to Clyde. And so if you can keep Dame in his prime, and if this guy develops into young Clyde with Ant, I mean, that's a pretty killer trio. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? By the way, yeah, <laughs> I will tell you this, his jump shot, his jump shot looks a lot sweeter than Clyde's. <laughs> Clyde's, Clyde's, he, I'm not saying he couldn't shoot, but it wasn't, it wasn't as pretty. He had a really weird jump shot, uh, but he, he, he yeah, could he stick did. it when it he was, was wide open. Pretty. Okay. So now yes. here's the thing with Shaden. Uh, would you trade him? In the right deal. No. You say that too quick. No. Okay. I mean, the right exactly. deal. Yeah. But I, I see mean, people of say he's untouchable. But what's people the say right he's untouchable. Like, so I'm like, okay, so you wouldn't trade no, him for Luka Doncic? Of course. Of course. Oh, I'm not saying that. Okay, they don't say he's untouchable. Oh, of course. He's not untouchable. So what I, what I threw, I no, I know, what I threw out there I, was, would you put together a package deal? And of course, salary matching, et cetera, et cetera. Would you put together a package deal Involving Sharp, if it brought you Durant and you were able to keep Simons and Grant. So now you're going Dame, Simons, Grant, Durant, Nurkic. The, the Durant from the first two weeks of the season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, Durant has not looked good. They're one in five or whatever they are, and I hope they lose every game because of Kyrie. Uh, but uh, I hope they never win again. Uh, but <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I just, I can't. I can't. Durant's averaging 32 um, points but, a game and shooting 51%. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, they just, yeah, I would trade. Yes. You would do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's Kevin Durant. Now, I don't know <laughs> like, how you, you put I, it with like, Dame. I, I don't know yeah. how. Like, Hart, Win a championship million, right now. Winslow's six. That's 20. Uh, you got to throw Eubanks, Brown, Watford. <laughs> you got to throw a lot of guys in there to keep Ant. And Nurkic and Grant, but I don't do it unless I'm key. Like I'm not giving up those guys because if I give up, 
I mean, maybe I give up Grant because then I got Durant and I, and I, I keep Winslow or something. Like maybe I would consider that. But if I give up too much, like if I give up Ant and Sharp for Durant and I go Hart, Grant, like that's still a contender probably. But am I giving up? I'm giving up two potential young all-stars. Like, is that worth it for Durant, who's 34? I have to really know, believe I'm going to win it. But if I can make some kind of deal where I'm keeping those guys, and if I'm the and if the Nets are like, well, I want this, I want that. No, shut up. Like, shut the Nets. The Nets are not going to be in any position to negotiate hardball style if this ever comes to fruition and they, they put that guy back on the block. Because he's 34. And you are desperate. And if if you have a chance to get Shaden Sharp and a bunch of stuff and some picks and you don't take that, you're an idiot. The, the Nets would be stupid. They go from 34 to 19 with the talent level of this kid. So if I can make a deal where I get Durant and I have it, now I'm a, I'm a, everyone's going, oh my God, the Blazers are top three in the NBA. And now I have a three-year window with him and Lillard and still at, P, I mean, I think Durant's still going to be pretty good at 36. We'll see, but I still think he will be. Then I think that's your best, that's your greatest chance to win a championship in 23 years. I think it's a better chance to win a championship than you're going to have if you keep Shaden. Because I don't believe that by the time he's ready to be that caliber of a player, that Lillard's still going to be at the peak of his power. So I, I think you'd have to consider it, but it would hurt. Yeah, I, I you know, in this made up world, <laughs> I don't know how much time I want to spend on it, but I would do it. I mean, you get, honestly, if you have Lillard and Durant on the same world. team, you're a contender. I mean, it's because the other thing you get then is really good players willing to take less money for a year to try to win a championship because there's a window for that. I mean, is Ray Allen available? You know, can he still shoot? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying, though, right. you bring guys in that fit certain roles and uh, and you're fine. And I would give up, you know, giving up Grant, you're like, okay, that would stink. But what position is Durant going to play, right? So, I depending on who's left, how many minutes are there, there's not much I wouldn't give up for Kevin Durant to, to team him with Damian Lillard, right? Because um, you can't do it with just two players, a.k.a. the Lakers. Uh, but, you know, but those are two amazing players. But here's the thing. like Durant and Kyrie are the comp to Durant and Lillard. And they got swept in the playoff. They were playing. Well, they were playing because of Kyrie, but they got swept when they played Boston. They're Like you said, they're 1-5 now or something like that with Kyrie playing and Durant averaging 32. So, clear, I mean, as good as those two are, as good as Dame and Durant would be, they'll be 32 and 34. You're going to need the right pieces around them. That's why I'm not giving up too much yeah. around them. Otherwise, I'm not going to win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look nice on paper, but I'm not going to win it. And then something's going to happen to Durant, and then Sharp's going to be off becoming an all-star, and everyone's going to go, oh, my God, what did we do? So it has to be a situation where I'm looking like there's no there's no way I'm not going to be going seven with the Warriors at worst. Yeah, it's just that just there's the Kyrie factor where he just poisons everything. So and Durant, Durant does you know Durant and and Dame to me is a they'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like I just think they're too smart. Um, so I, I, yeah, I mean. It, there's a trade. Yes, I would trade Shane Sharp for Kevin Durant. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I would do it. Uh, but there's very that isn't gonna probably isn't gonna happen. I mean, it's almost definitely not gonna. Happen. Yeah, it's probably not. It's beyond almost it, definitely but, not gonna but happen. So, but we'll, well, we'll get we'll get to my it. fact defenses. We'll cover some of that. But anyway, uh, next, do you want to talk about the Miami game at all? Or is that too far gone? No, I think we went. You know, we went through it. I mean, it wasn't. You know, it's a really good team, really well coached, um, and after you know. 
not making shots. They started making them and the lead kept going the other way. And then Lillard was out. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was <laughs> 77, 70 when he hurt or, or uh, something like that. I think it was 77, 70 when he went out or something like that. And then it just ballooned from there. Uh, Miami was due. Miami was a good team and they started off poorly. They They're were good. due. The Blazers, you know, they won a couple of games close. They were kind of due to fall off. And, you know, it's just the NBA is how it happens. So I wasn't surprised at all they lost or that they lost by lopsided fashion with Lillard not being available. In the first half, he was available. He he went off in the first half. Uh, so anyway, it's not a big deal. It's just the NBA. But what's, what is a big deal is that this road trip's coming up. <clears throat> so they go Memphis Wednesday. This, this is one of the toughest stretches of the season by far. They're going to play. County of Memphis, they're going to play seven games in, in 11 days. On the road trip, they're going to play six games in nine days. There's two back-to-backs, two at Phoenix, and then a back-to-back at Charlotte and New Orleans before they finish up at Dallas. Uh, when we In our preseason podcast, I said that at the very worst, they have to be five and eight after the first 13. <laughs> they are five yep, and so one right now. Right. So they've already got the five. There's no way they're going to go oh and seven. Um, but looking at this road trip, especially if Dame misses even one or three games, whatever it is, like, what do you consider to be a successful trip? And again, they go, they go Phoenix twice, Miami, sorry, Phoenix twice, day off, Miami, day off, Charlotte, New Orleans, day off, Dallas, Dallas, New Orleans, Phoenix, that's four games against legit West contenders. And then you got Miami, who's a legit East contender and Charlotte, who was over 500 last year, and especially at home, they're going to be a threat. That's a rough trip. What do you think success, success would be measured by? So I'm going to go through with throwing all seven games, right? Because I'm not going to ignore uh, Memphis. If they go, th- you know, if they go three and four, I think they did all right. You know, I think if they can, especially with Lillard missing a few, right? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I just think there's they're going to be. Are they going to be favored in any one of these games? Maybe, maybe Charlotte, right? I mean, they're not going to be favored in any other games. I will say it's really hard to beat a team back to back games. They've only like been that, favored once this the season. Suns. Now it's Houston. They weren't even, the Miami game was crazy because they were. Yeah. That was actually the first game they were favored. They were minus two, and then it moved to plus three. People were hammering Miami on that line, uh, and they they won money. Whoever did that, and then they were favored against Houston. That's yeah, the only they game they were favored. So yeah, with especially if Lillard doesn't play, there's no way they're going to be favored in any of these games. Even if he does play at yes. Charlotte, they likely will not be favored because even though they're five and one, I don't believe right. the wise guys are necessarily buying them as road My, warriors. Right, right. They'll be minus two or something yeah, like that. Exactly. So that's the thing. Like they're so I think if you if uh, you know if you go through this road trip and. And the Memphis game, if you could beat Memphis at home without Lillard, that's a great win. Uh, but if you go three and four and come out of this, you know, and you're eight and five, you're doing – I think you're doing great. I mean, my worry is you lose is, – is you lose six, <laughs> you know, and then and, – and you're like, well, which game should we have won? Well, technically, none of them, right, because you're not favored. And then, uh, you know, if you lose – you know, six out of seven. Now, now you're 500 team. You know, and and back to right where we, where everyone kind of puts you. So uh, it's interesting to have this kind of test early. It's a bummer that it might be without uh, Lillard for, you know, for a few of them and maybe more than a few. And also, if Hart can't play, and I don't think GB, you know, is going to be back. So it's a real bummer not to get a real gauge on this team, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's even close. I think if you go three and four out of this, if anyone doesn't see that as, you know, 
good stuff, especially if you play three out of three or four of them without Lillard. No, I. You can't expect them to do better than that, no, can you? No, you're 100% correct, I believe. And you know, if Lillard were playing, I would say four and three would be good. Like, you know, So it's not it's that much of a difference than right. without Lillard. So I'm with you. If they win three out of the next seven and Lillard's going to miss three, probably th- two or three at least, then yeah, I think I think that's great. And, you know, five and one, I mean, what the, the equivalent of five and one is what, 70 wins almost, <laughs> if you were to play that out over the entire season. We know that's not going to happen. So uh, we, we know there's going to be some stretches where they're going to drop they're going to drop games. And these are the types of trips where you do them, where you play six and nine days, all against playoff contenders, five against legit West contenders. My, Dallas was in the West Finals last year. Zion's back. Zion, Ingram, and CJ, really? And CJ, you know CJ's going to want to you know, <laughs> give, give the Blazers the business. So I'm with you. Three and four, the next seven. Uh, I think would be great. Come back eight and five, start over at home with a, with a home home stand. So yeah, we agree one hundred percent, Craig. That's so sweet. Yeah, I don't. By the way, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but they're not going to go. You know, in my opinion, they're not going to go three and four. You know, I, I'm thinking if they, you know, I'd be. I think they have a much better chance of going two and five. Well, here's the thing though, DeAndre Aiden. Like, that's okay. DeAndre Aiden's going to probably miss both Phoenix games. So that, that helps. so I think you split there even without Dane. Because, and I'm giving I'm giving some hope too because of what the Blazers did last year when Ant, Sharp, Winslow, Nurkic played those four games where they beat John Morant in Memphis when he scored forty something and they beat the Bucks. They didn't have Giannis, but still they they played well without him. Um, I think they can play well enough without him in Phoenix without Aiden to get the split there. And then if he comes back from Miami, then you're looking at four remaining games. I think they can get two of those four with Dame. Therefore, that puts you at three and three on that trip. And then they lose to Memphis without Dame. I think that's three and four. Book it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good best case scenario. I'll take it. I'll take it. <clears throat> All right. All right. So we're we're gonna do. Uh, let's do a factor Fentress this week. And uh, Thine, Thine, what not here. So we're not. Let's not do a no look pass. We have one though, let's don't do we? Factor Fentress. We running out of time. Yeah, but it's not that good. It's not. It's not oh, that good wow. without him being here. Wow. Without him being here, it's not as good. Okay. And we're, all, you know, yeah, let's we can keep, we can you know, save that right one. about we an hour. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Fact so or you, uh, my thing says that there's a fact or Fentress. Uh, it big letters. I have one. This is this, <laughs> this is where this is where Aaron Fentress tells you something that he knows will be true. He believes it is a guaranteed. And I, being sane <laughs> and objective, tells you if this is a fact or this is just Fentress being Fentress. What you got, Aaron? Okay. Fact of Fentress here for you. All right. This is money, Craig. You're going to love this. <laughs> All right. Given Sharp's emergence, given his high-end talent level, given the fact that he is expendable if you get the right piece to pair with what you have to maybe contend, given the fact that the Blazers have been searching for another all-star since forever to pair with whomever they've had. uh, I believe that that between now and next summer is going to be by far present by far the greatest opportunity the Blazers have ever had to bring in another legit all-star. I'm talking about a guy who's a multiple time all-star, not some guy who's a one-time all-star or what have you. I'm talking about a guy who's a legit all-star that another team is going to look to move either get rid of their contract because they're rebuilding what have you and they're going to be completely uh, enamored with and covet sharp to the point where they're going to be glad to do the deal that player is going to be glad to come to portland to be paired with lillard and other players have a chance to win 
and that in the next year they are going to be tempted numerous times with amazing opportunities. And it's going to be come down to whether or not they pull the trigger and try and win now, knowing it's going to hurt later, or if they say, nope, we're just going to ride this out because Ant and Sharp are going to be our stars of the future. But anyway, the opportunity is going to be there greater than it ever has before. So you switched halfway through in my no, head. I didn't. You didn't, I didn't. But my, oh. No, no, you didn't oh, by my okay. brain. Okay. I thought you meant it was going to be able that people were going to want to come play here because of Dame Sharp and Oh, Ant. no, no, no. And, and you're saying you're going to have to trade Sharp to get him. Exactly. Um, and that there's going to be multiple teams lined that, up to get yeah, him. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know, nothing's guaranteed, but that's a fact. I think that if Sharp, he's a top seven pick for a reason. You pick guys that high and that he probably would have been a top five pick, maybe even one, two, or three if he played in college based on what we've seen and what the people have seen in practice that we haven't seen and what they're raving about. That that sounds very reasonable, and I think it's going to cause uh, some very interesting discussions, and it'll be wild to see what they do because – Part of, you know, the decision to trade out a potential 21, you know, at that point, he'll be 20 to 21 years old with potential to be, you know, a dominant player for over a decade, over a decade gets him to 30 uh, for a three, you know, maybe a potentially one year window to win a title uh, is going to be, especially with ownership where it is, it's going to be interesting. Always go for the title, in my opinion. Always go for the title. I agree. Uh, but, but like, you know. But do you say Shaden Sharp's going to be so great? He's going to be that guy yeah. who can, like, it, it may take a young it may Michael take Jordan. Four years. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Would have been dumb. <laughs> Don't exactly. trade a young Michael Jordan. Just to win but, one. Yeah. You know. But, you know, but, we, but, we can't say he's that yet, but you want, like, that's, but, that's the I'm fear. That's the fear. And this that's is the franchise it. that passed on Durant and passed on Jordan. And how bad did that hurt? Could you imagine doing it a third time and not winning? Yeah. So trade, trade a young baby Jordan, like trade Harold Minor. <laughs> <laughs> but, but don't, but don't trade Michael Jordan, right? But so let yeah. me just throw, let me just throw some things out here just for funsies and then we can, we can wrap this up. Clippers are two and four. Kawhi's. You know, who knows what's going on with Kawhi? Let's say the Clippers are like, okay, this isn't working. We're done. Man, Shaden Sharp's amazing. Paul George. Would you do that? I'd do it for Kawhi. Anthony Davis. <laughs> and again, and again, salary. Well, Kawhi's bank. Kawhi's, we don't know if Kawhi's still Kawhi. I just say. Yeah, so it's Anthony Davis. True, and again, yeah, contract. We know contract's got a match. Set. We know that. Yeah, you figure that out. Anthony Davis? I mean, we're five games in, right? Like, it's I'm, too hard to I'm call. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah, that, that, I, I, that's what we're talking about. Like, if you're the Lakers, dude, if if if, yes. if Cronin called the Lakers and said, I want Anthony Davis, Shaden Sharp, and some stuff. If you're the Lakers and you don't consider that, you're stupid at this point. So, you know, other other teams. Um, oh, Toronto. Toronto's three and three. They're good, clearly. They might be kicking themselves right now they didn't trade OG for the seventh pick. They wanted the seventh pick and a bunch of other stuff. And Cronin said, no, we value the seventh pick more. I bet they do OG right now straight up. Would I do OG? No. I'd laugh at them and say, no. Siakam. Would you do Siakam? Mm. Miami's two and five. Five games. Miami's, in, I'm just saying, Miami's two in. and five. Miami's two and five. If things I would continue say, to go south, to, would, you take, would you take Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo? Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? Like these are like, and again, yeah. like you said, we're, we're barely into the season. Miami's two and five. They're yeah, not going to be so hard. Too, right. Because again, just, right now I'm fe- 
fearful I'm trading Michael Jordan, right? Right. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm petrified that, that I'm, I'm doing that or Kawhi or something like that. But, you know. Not Kawhi. I take he's Paul He's 32. I take Dame's Paul, 32. I take Paul George, yeah. not Kawhi at this point. Unless Kawhi shows he's back. But anyway, I'm just throwing some names out there at the things that you'd have to consider. And I think these franchises, if they start falling apart, would have to consider because this guy could be that good to where, yes, I would do that. <sighs> it's gonna be yeah, I, no, I think it's, you know, it's cool. And, um, and, it, and he got picked seven. <laughs> We're already right. doing this. Right. So, right. and he's played, he's played, he's played like a, a I don't, has he played a total of 48 minutes? Yet? Like he's, he had 48. Like, he's played, he played 115 game? minutes. I think <laughs> he's got two and change. He's had two games and change and we're already trading but, for but, uh, top 10 players. But here's the thing, like, because he didn't, <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots. No, but listen, listen, no, we're not. We're smart. We've been watching this game for a long time. Had he played at Kentucky and done what we believe he probably could have done. He's a top three pick. I, I I'm with you. I've right. So he, so now and then the big mystery was, what is he? This is what everyone talked about. We don't know what he is, but now we're seeing evidence of what he is. So his stock shoots way up <laughs> and he was already seventh. Like you said on with nothing beyond AAU and the Nike league and some high school. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think we're being crazy. Awesome. Name a flaw other than him being young, young name a flaw. Like name something he's bad at. Team defense. Like like Lillard. L- my whole thing with Lillard was, he's not like. And this is nitpicky. I'm just saying, what's he bad at? He's six two. He's he, so he he's an athlete at six two, but a six two athlete is not the same as a six 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 seven athlete, right? He's not very long. He doesn't play defense. Those are the things you can say about Lillard at any point in his career. But Lillard is still one of the top seventy five players of all time. What can you say other than youth that Shane Sharp is a minus at? Yeah, that's why he got picked seventh it, without playing the college basketball. Exactly. I mean, like, so that's it. Exactly. But I mean, I, but right now I can so say I he's we're crazy. what is he? No, right. But it's all potential right now. It's all potential. But we see it. We see it. Gar- yeah. You know, it's funny. I went from the guy that wants him to play every minute, every game, and and completely crash the season to now I'm like, well, we need to slow down. That's what. That's why we do a podcast because we're a bunch of speculating morons <laughs> and are having fun. That's what we do. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, so I'm going to be on the road, and next week I'm going on this entire trip, Craig. I pulled, I decided to pull the yeah. trigger. Everything's this be is safe. an intriguing team right now. They're doing well. I figured I'm going to go on this entire trip. I'm going to go on to see probably 20 road games this year. This is a good place to start. Uh, so I will be on the road. They got two games: Phoenix, Phoenix, and Miami <clears throat> on Monday. So hopefully we can come back with another pod after those first three games. Uh, and um, hit on what has happened between now and then. They'll play four games total. Dame should be back by then, and we'll have more things that we can speculate on and blow out of proportion. (laughs) (laughs) Are you got anything else? Thank you, Zoom. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again to Zoom Care. Uh, Please click the subscription button. Give us a positive rating tell your friends about the blazer focus podcast our audience has been growing each week we appreciate that uh get more people on board and also hey if you've never been to zoom care i'm not saying this because it's just because they're our sponsor i have gone there many times for little things and they are awesome so take advantage of their zoom service it's it's like fast food it's like it's like almost like fast food medical care right that's why it's called Zoom Care. You zip in, zip out. It's amazing. It's amazing. Unless you're getting like, you know, it's ACL than, fixed. It's better than, it's better than that. <laughs> That's right. All right. You said that Zoom Care. <laughs> what?
it's called Zoom for a reason. It's Zoom Care. It's quick. And it's just amazing and, and efficient. And say go- just going to go. Say goodbye, <laughs> Aaron. Say goodbye, Aaron. <laughs> Pull the cord, Fentress. All right. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Blazer Focus podcast that I might try and do from a beach in Florida. 